The stories of Southern black women are breathtakingly illuminated at Signature Theater in a soaring musical based on the acclaimed novel and film The Color Purple, featuring DC superstar Nova Y. Payton as Seeley and the voices Frenchie Davis. The Color Purple is filled with jazz, gospel, and blues music, performed by a cast of 16 and a live orchestra. Bring the whole family to see this Tony-winning musical live on stage now through October 9th at Signature Theater. Get tickets today at sigtheater.org. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. I feel like we always start this podcast where I comment on something you're wearing or you're grooming. Yeah, what am I doing wrong? <laughs> Is there a, it's never like, oh, you look you look really good. That I like what you true. did with totally. your hair. We have totally had that exact like conversation. You, no. Yes. No. Yes. When? We probably have. Take, Someone can go find it. There, I bet there is a big fan of Remain Seated Podcasts that knows exactly when I just gave you a compliment about how you look. They will probably go and save the soundbite of you saying that. But, but I can tell you shaved and got a haircut. Well, I did. Well, I went and I decided to get a... It's I'm wearing a hat. I've been Amanda's been giving me shit for wearing a hat after I get a brand yeah, new. Yeah, you you bothered to get a seventy dollar haircut. Why did you get a seventy dollar haircut? Well, it was it was a combo. It was a package deal. I got the haircut and I got a straight razor shave. You got a shave and a haircut. Yeah, that's supposed to be two bits. Shave and a haircut, two bits. You don't. You've never heard All right, that. Good. See ya. <laughs> you've never I'll heard see you that. Next week. You what? you've never heard that. Da 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 da. That's what that is. You've never heard that. Are you done? Yeah. What is that? Did you make that up in your mind? No, it's a song. Okay. All right. Well, we're moving on bum, from bum, it. Da, 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 da. What demographic are you <laughs> catering to? I don't cater to any demographic. <laughs> You're just you. You're unapologetically Gina Barberi. So wait, you got a straight. Razor shade? A straight razor shade, like like in the olden days. Like, did you feel like you were in the Old West? Yeah. Or like that episode of The of the Office where Will Ferrell's character, D'Angelo Vickers, <laughs> has a, a barber do a office call. Yeah. Do it in his office chair. With the hot towel around your face. Which and... did you ever... Have you ever had a straight razor shave, Mom? I you have. You look very smooth. You look... <gasps> I know just the picture to do for this episode. Do you? Yes. Is it you with a mustache? No. Did you have a mustache no. face? No. All right. It's me getting a straight razor shave. Re- oh, that there's one of the we didn't yes. even plan this. Yes. All right, send that to me. Okay. All right. That's perfect. <laughs> but did you like it? Yeah, it was I mean, he was new at it. He cut me Uh-oh. a couple times. <laughs> you should have you got were you at the barber school? No, oh. it was like he'd been doing it for like four years and I didn't realize until after, but I looked at my neck, I'm like, he kinda cut me like all over the place. Isn't that scary of him having a straight razor at your neck? Yeah, so I have trust issues. (laughs) And so I was laying there, like, they lay you down and do the hot towels and everything. And I kept, like, like, I asked him before, do many people fall asleep when you're doing this? And he's like, oh, yeah, like 70%. And so I was laying there, and I'm like, maybe I can go to sleep. But then I had to keep opening my eyes to see what he was doing. Yeah. Because he's it's like a Sweeney Todd type of situation. He's going to make you into a meat pie. Yeah, I don't want to be a meat pie. It's too <laughs> early. I'm too young for yeah. a meat pie. You want older meat. <laughs> so I, I, kept looking, I kept looking up at him like through the corner of my eye. And he's like, Aiden, you can relax. <laughs> You're like, that you doesn't can... make me feel any better. No, I'm like, no, you could still murder me at any point, And there's nothing I could do about that. I said that to him. 
Did he laugh or did he, he said, <laughs> Yeah. Probably for the tips. Well, you look nice, is all Thank I was you. gonna say. Thank you. So where were you on nine eleven? Oh. <laughs> it's well, so we're recording this on nine eleven. Should we talk about nine eleven? I I mean it's topical. It's happened it's all we've been hearing about today. So Well, and here since this podcast is mostly a podcast about a mother and son talking about things. This is probably a conversation parents should have with their kids, I think. About this specific? Yeah. I mean, if you have little kids that weren't alive then, you're going to have to have the conversation with them, kind of explaining why this day is important. You're in a weird place because... You were three on 9-11. I wasn't... I don't remember So you don't remember it. You were around, but... But you sort of grew up with it being part of your history. I mean, you... Yeah. Well, I was three, so it's, it's been as long as I can remember it. I've been learning about it every year we do, like we did today, the memorials for it and the... Did you in school, would they do 9-11 stuff in school, like moment of silence and talk about it and... Yeah. We would, I think every year on the on the day, we would talk about it at least. I don't know if we would do, um, like, history lessons on it or anything. Or I think the teacher would just talk about it and go, we're just going to take a minute and remember, and then we would move on. Because I think, like, your brother and sister, I think they actually do a bit of a history lesson. Because it's history now. That was 18 years ago. See, but it was our recent past yeah. in, you know, not too long ago. So, well, I can, yeah, I can tell you that story. It's like it's like for me talking to my parents about when John F. Kennedy got shot. It, there, there's always going to be one of those things. And then for the one before generation. that, it, the one before that is Pearl Harbor. You yeah. know, where were you when you heard about? That's what Mary Sainted Mary Claire asked her parents. Yeah. But it's, now we have our thing. We I hope we don't have a new one for a while. I do too. We need no more things unless it's a good thing. Where were you when that mass shooting? Oh. No, oh yeah. <laughs> what last, which one? Which one? Which, yeah. And isn't that sad? That yeah. should that should be a big event like that. Like Columbine. Do you remember, like, what was happening when Columbine? Remember when that was the only mass shooting yep. people referenced? It was Columbine. I remember when Columbine happened, and I, I was, like, riveted to the TV following it. Because that kind of thing had never happened before. But now it's, unfortunately, all too common. Yep. But 9-11... Um, so we were doing our Radio from Hell show in the building over on in Trolley Corners. Mm-hmm. And back then, we were a music show along with being a morning show. Like, we, we weren't just talk. You know how now we're just talk? Yeah, but you actually played songs? We played songs in the morning. Not a lot. We played like four or five songs in the morning yeah, that's still more than i mean now you play two yeah usually i mean no four four or five songs an hour oh an hour yeah i thought i meant through the whole no okay, no no an hour four or five songs an hour now we play we have a potty break song you should listen to the radio from hell show yeah. you'll Maybe know exactly you've... what she's referencing <laughs> but um so that morning I was sort of doing producerial duties. We didn't have a producer, so I would do those things. I wasn't the official producer of the show, but I did all the running around. and. So you were the bitch? Yeah. 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 I mean, I guess I still am, kind of. Yeah, a little bit. No, you're just the punching bag. I'm bitchy. Maybe you're bitch- yeah, I- you're bitchy. <laughs> that's how I would describe you, Mom. And 
I remember that morning, Carrie was mad at me because I was supposed to bring something. We were supposed to do like a beanie weenie taste test or something. And you I forgot the weenies, I, Mom. I, I, did, I think it was the beanies that I forgot. I oh, remember what's the, the beanie? Is that the beanies that go on the weenies? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I remember. you put them on it? Yeah. Oh, all right. So he was mad at me. So we were kind of fighting and... Um, there was a coffee shop attached to that station, and we had glass windows where we could look out onto the coffee shop, which was kind of a oh, cool setup. I think I remember that. Yeah. I think I, you guys were there for a while. I think yeah. I remember that. I, I actually like that. People could come in and get a cup of coffee and a bagel and watch the show, and I, mm. I liked it. I thought it was cool. Um, but somebody called, and you have to remember, this is before social media. I feel like we have that conversation a lot, too, but... Before social media, before... We should change the name of this podcast to Back in My Day. <laughs> but it's it, it's important because we get our information different ways now. Mm-hmm. It's all on our phone. It's all... It's all all the time, yeah. whenever we want it. Back then, when I had a phone, it barely made phone calls. It's, I had a cell phone that, you know, maybe you could do that weird text where you have to go through five letters to get to the letter you need to write a text, that kind of thing. And now Apple can't figure out anything else to improve on the iPhone except add six more cameras. On, on, like, But that's a whole happening? other thing. Yeah. Um, so somebody called the station and said, what do you guys know about a plane crashing into the World Trade Center? We're like, oh, we haven't heard that. And there's a TV out in the coffee shop. And I said, well, let me go out and turn the TV on to the news channel, see if we can see something. So turn the TV on, and they're showing video of this plane flying into the World Trade Center. Now, you have to remember, this is before you know what 9-11 is when I say it. At the time, we're watching it, and we go, huh, I wonder if that was like a one of those tourist planes, you know, one of those little... Like that you take to fly over the city. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, that's too bad. It crashed into, you know, you think, you know. You don't automatically go to terrorist no. attack. You go to accident. We went, huh. Yeah, I guess the plane did. Well, that's too bad. Anyway, and we go, you know, we go about the show. Back to the, it's just like, you yeah. know, you hear about a train hitting a car and then you go on with your life. But we have it on in the background and then we hear another plane just flew into the World Trade Center. And when you hear that, you're like... Immediately, something really bad is happening. That tourist company better get new pilots. Yeah, I mean, you you know it's not that. No, that. it's not a coincidence. And then everything started happening really fast after that. And then you heard about the hijacked plane over Pennsylvania. And then you heard about the plane flying into the Pentagon. And this, And you don't know when it's going to end like oh there's another one oh there's another one like did the news just keep reporting on we just got yeah new information and, on and the new... we didn't know if it was going to be 20 planes that were flying you know it it, it was clearly a pattern of because this was all happening at the same time it was mm-hmm. a very well orchestrated event that they had planned because they knew once these started flying into things that they would ground the airplanes which is what happened but there were still some in the air and you don't know which ones are going down so as we're talking about this on the radio and we're saying hey we have it on on the tvs in the coffee shop 
the coffee shop just started filling up with people. Just wanting to watch the news? Wanting to watch the news, but also wanting to be with other people because we didn't know what was happening. I mean, it felt like we were under attack. And there's that little bit of, is it going to happen here? Is it going to happen? And I'm sure people in cities all over the country thought, is, is this like, is it going to be way bigger than it ended up being? You know, is this a coordinated attack across the country? And you kind of wanted to be with other people. Well, you can't see the end of it. You don't No. I mean, looking back on it, we know what happened. But in the well, middle of it, it's over now. But yeah, in the middle of it, you have no idea how bad it's going to get. And so our coffee shop there, I bet there were a couple hundred people, a couple hundred people in the coffee shop watching it on TV. And, and we were talking about it. We just started kind of pulling people in from the coffee shop to talk on our show. We just stopped doing any show show. Obviously, we just were talking about this. Well, just like the news stopped doing any other news. Right. It, you know. And we stopped playing music and we and we ended up staying on the air. I want to say till about one or two that afternoon. Seriously? Well, because we, you do again. We didn't know when it was over. We didn't know. And you wanted to keep updating people, and, and people wanted to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I had that sense that you were in school, like preschool. You were three, mm-hmm. and I had that motherly sense of I want to go make sure you're okay. I mean, I knew you're okay. I knew nothing had happened here. Yeah. And part of me was glad that you were young enough to not know what was going on. Because I'm sure if you were like in, you know, middle school, high school during that time, I don't. I, in fact, I, I should look into that. I don't know with schools if they were talking about it or if they were keeping it from kids. Because oh, again, they, no, I've, I've heard stories. Most schools, most people that have talked about it that were at school aged yeah. kids around that time, the teachers like would turn on the TV, te- like turn on their really? TVs. Because, again, they, they didn't have it. phones. They weren't looking oh. at their phone to see what it was. It would have to be the teacher that was. Yeah. And it wasn't like, and the, again, the teacher didn't have a phone. Mm-mm. The teacher wanted to know what was going on. I guess so that's it wasn't it. it wasn't necessarily, I don't think, I want to show these seventh graders this plane crashing. I think it was more, we need to know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I, I don't think they hid it from them. Most of the stories I've heard, they show, showed them the news. But I was, I was glad you were so little. To not know. But there was part of me that was just like, I can't stay here. I need to go get my boy and give him a hug. And you just wanted to be with people you loved at that point because you're thinking about all these people that won't, you know, their their mom or dad or grandma or aunt or child went to work that morning and never came back. I was just thinking about how soggy my diaper was and that I wanted more juice. I think that's all. You weren't wearing a diaper when you were three. You don't wear a diaper when you're three? When you're three? You don't? No. You were done with a diaper at three. Are you sure? I could do with a diaper right now. (laughs) I have to be a lot less patient, I'll tell you that. So by about one or two, it seemed pretty clear that at least there were going to be no other planes flying into things because they had ground. There was not a plane flying in the entire country. And if there was, they would probably shoot it down. Well, that was the order they had. Yeah. There, there were um, F-16s that were deployed to to try to, if planes weren't landing, they were told to make them, you know. Well, yeah. Again, it's the, the greater good over right. in the individual. And so when it was pretty clear that it was over, we went off the air and and uh, I went and picked you up from school, which was very 
weird. Why? I mean, what was the I school mean, it, doing? No, no, the school was great. They didn't do anything. Again, you were tiny, but like they just proceeded as normal. I think so. I picked you up at the regular time. It wasn't. In fact, I think they sent an email around saying everything's fine here. Don't come to the school unless you need to. And well, because everyone know, yeah. you know, when something horrific happens, parents want to go. Go get their kids. The, all, yeah, all the parents would go and pick them up at the same time. Because you do. You want your kids with you. You want to, you know, make sure they're okay. Even though I knew you were okay, I wanted to set my eyes on you. Mm-hmm. But then we went home, and we were getting uh, Sadie Girl. That like when that was happening. So we were adopting Sadie girl, but I didn't want to bring her home until I had poured a uh, dog run. Like cement? Like a cement pad that you put, you know, a, a chain link kennel on. Because uh, I wanted a place to put her if I didn't want her running around the yard or what. I just wanted to do that before we brought her home. And I had scheduled for a cement delivery to come to the house on 9-11. I'd set it up I had set it up a week ago. So when were we supposed to get Sadie? Just whenever you were done? Like when whenever that was, we got the yeah, cement? Yeah, whenever we got the cement, then we were going to bring Sadie home. And mm-hmm. um, So the guy called to say, do you still want me to bring the cement yeah the planes aren't crashing into my house <laughs> but it's weird you know it's kind of like life goes on kind of thing yeah people people kind of pause for a second yeah like, like is this should we what should we do and i, I said yeah I, I still need it i mean but it was nothing's this, happening here well it's still it was this sad very but, weird day though because you don't know if anything else you don't know if the whole world's going to change if if things are different and i guess they are in some ways but you didn't know to what degree yeah. And he's like, okay. He said, who's who's spreading it for you? Who's who's finishing it for you? You. And I said, I said, oh, do, you don't do that? And he said, no, I'm just the delivery guy. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then I guess I am. <laughs> like I know. Land my own cement. Like I know anything about cement. And I'm like, well, how hard could it be? You, you, do you mix it with? Water and you get one of those <laughs> spatula things and you. Well, he they bring it mixed. It, it was or? like the truck. Oh well, then where do they? But then dump it. But then, but then you got to spread it in the thing and smooth it out and. How do they? Was was it in the backyard? This thing? Yeah. How would they get the cement truck in the backyard? You put it in a wheelbarrow and they come dump it in the. It hardens, doesn't it? Well, not instantly. I thought as soon as it was out, it stopped spinning. It was. <laughs> So the guy gets there and he, you know, starts loading it into the wheelbarrow and taking it in the backyard. And he's like, so it's really just you? Like, I think he thought there was going to be a man there to, to, to fix, you know, to smooth it out. And I'm like, yeah, it's just me. And he's like, do you know how to do this? And I'm like, well, no. <laughs> he's like, you've never it done. Out. I thought you ordered a cement guy and he comes and, you know, does the cement. You don't need to. That's like, that's like. Ordering a pizza, and then you have to have another guy to take the pizza out of the box and feed it to I you. I guess. That's, why can't you just do the whole job? And and he said, no, I'm just the delivery guy. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I can figure it out. And I don't know if it was because it was 9-11 or what, and everybody was just feeling kind of weird. And he was like, he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll stay and help you do it. 
even though it wasn't that's not really his job his job but, but he definitely knew how to do it better than you yeah did. i'm like well i was like how hard could it be he's like well you kind of got to get you know smooth it out just right and i didn't know you don't want it to be lumpy mom you no. don't want a lumpy kennel pad <laughs> and he he stayed with me and helped me level it out and smooth it out and it was just kind of a nice like i wonder if any other day of the year he would have gone well sorry you better find somebody to come help you other deliveries to make and then after we did all that i was very proud of it it was very smooth and looked great and what do you do in wet cement you write your name so i went in the house and got you tiny three-year-old you Mm -hmm. and we put your hands in the wet cement and then I wrote the date, mm-hmm. 0911101, in the cement. And we have cement with that date and your hands in the backyard of that house. That's funny. Do you think that's still there? I don't know. Should we go sneak in the backyard and see? Let's go look. We can visit my dead hamster's grave, too. Buster? Or Buster, yeah. He's buried on the side of the... On the side of the house. We had a little ceremony for him. Mm-hmm. He's in a box. That's my 9-11 story. Well, I wish I had a 9-11 story, you do. but you You're decided part of to it. make me too late. You're part of that story. I'm, sto- you I'm were, in your story. You were throughout that story. Your little hands. You know what size your hands were yeah. on 9-11. Without me, that story wouldn't have been nearly as cute. Nope. It's true. That's You're true. Welcome. That's true with most stories. That involve me. With, you, know. you know what else is true? Good communication is key to a healthy relationship. Like we communicate on this podcast. But this is a different kind of communication. We don't communicate about that. No, this is being confident in the bedroom with, with your partner or with yourself. You, It's sexy. Black Velvet Boutique, a trusted resource for sexual wellness. Their employees will answer any questions, help you find what you need. You can visit them at 595 South State Street in Clearfield. And you'll get a special discount if you say you heard about it on the Remain Seated podcast. Locally owned, open seven days a week, blackvelvetboutique.com. So it was kind of a heavy one. It was a little bit of a, what was What did we do last week? Oh, Comic-Con celebrity stuff. Comic-Con. Okay, so that was fun. We don't we don't want to do two weeks in a row of heavy, I, sad stuff. No. We want to we want to be real on this podcast, but we also <laughs> don't want to make you cry two weeks in a row. I don't think this was a crying episode. No, but it's you know it just kind of bums you out. Like it's stupid. Yeah, but everybody has a story. Everybody and there now you know when somebody asks you someday what's your nine eleven story. Now you know what it is, even though you don't remember it. Yeah, I I learned about this for the first time along with all of you listening. I didn't know any of that. You didn't so, know any of that? No. The little hands in the cement? I didn't know about the little hands. Aww. I was three, and no one's told me since. So here we are. Well, we should go look at your tiny hands. I think we should sneak on over to Sandy. and That's where, that's where it was, right? Yeah. It was in Sandy? It was in Sandy. All right. We'll go sneak. All right. <laughs> <laughs> tell people uh, the other things. If you, I know. Uh, if you want to tell us... Um, an interesting 9-11 story that you have where you were at or if you have something, you know, something interesting to tell us about that day from your perspective, you can email gina at x96.com. Probably don't tweet us that. Why we'll not? Keep it, we'll, we'll keep it private. Oh, okay. Just if, just in case you don't want to share it with everybody, you just want to, you know, send it to the podcast. And if you want, you can let us know and we'll share it. But yeah, gina at x96.com. And then Twitter and Instagram at Remain Seated Pod. And review us on iTunes and Spotify and everywhere. No, no, no. Don't get up.
The stories of Southern black women are breathtakingly illuminated at Signature Theater in a soaring musical based on the acclaimed novel and film The Color Purple, featuring DC superstar Nova Y. Payton as Seeley and the voices Frenchie Davis. The Color Purple is filled with jazz, gospel, and blues music, performed by a cast of 16 and a live orchestra. Bring the whole family to see this Tony-winning musical live on stage now through October 9th at Signature Theater. Get tickets today at sigtheater.org.